Christmas in Brightwood, part one, the great blue spruce has fallen. Rosie Lightfoot had just put a pie to cool in the window when the sparrow arrived. It was most unusual for a sparrow to visit a fox, even in Brightwood. Understandably, Rosie was quite startled when the bird alighted on the windowsill right next to her steaming hot apple pie. "'Sorry to frighten you, Mrs. Lightfoot,' the sparrow said to her quite breathlessly. He had evidently come as fast as his wings could carry him. "'I don't suppose Mr. Lightfoot is about?' "'No, Jasper is delivering mail,' Rosie said cautiously. She had no idea how this sparrow knew her or her husband. "'I'll find him then, although maybe the squirrels have done it first, the sparrow replied, almost more to himself. "'The squirrels? What is going on?' Rosie asked, feeling very unsettled now. The birds looked around carefully, suspiciously, nervously, before making his reply. The great blue spruce has fallen. The rabbits are saying it was that windstorm we had last night, but the squirrels don't agree. Rosie's paw flew to her mouth as she gasped. The great blue spruce? But it's the most ancient tree in the wood. How can this be? And with just two weeks until Christmas... The sparrow's head bobbed in agreement. He hopped forward. We birds have seen mountain lions about. First the blue jays claimed to see them, but I didn't believe them. They're always jawing on. But then my own brother saw one, just a few days ago. We haven't had mountain lions in Brightwood in ages, Rosie said firmly. But when we did, dark things were happening. And now the sparrow trailed off. The great blue spruce has fallen. Rosie whispered. She paused a moment as the news really sank in, but then she asked, "'What can Jasper do? Why do you want my husband?' "'We're moving quick as we can through the wood to let everyone know, and the other animals want to form a council. Mr. Lightfoot knows everyone in Brightwood, and he's proper friendly to all the animals. That kind of thing doesn't go unnoticed, you know. We tend to notice a kindly fox.' "'We. You mean the rabbits and squirrels and birds?' Yes, and I expect by now the raccoons and the mice know. Everyone in Brightwood will need to know about the tree, with Christmas coming. And the mountain lions, Rosie said. The distinct sound of fox-kit laughter burst through the Lightfoot's home as Rosie's young ones, Cosmo and Cherry, tumbled from their bedroom and into the kitchen. Rosie's heart caught in her throat as she thought about the possibility of a mountain lion coming across her kits. It was bad enough when the coyotes dared to venture into Brightwood, but mountain lions were unthinkable. There was darkness about if the mountain lions had come back to Brightwood. "'Mama, is the pie ready?' Cosmo asked. His coal-black nose sniffed the air, and he couldn't help but lick his lips. His mama was the best baker in Brightwood, and pies were a particular speciality. No one knew this better than Cosmo himself." "'You'll want to keep your young'uns about you, ma'am,' the sparrow advised. "'But I best be off. I need to find your husband.' "'And the mare,' Rosie told him. "'Mare Tansy will need to know. "'We sent Poppy Strongfeather, the cardinal, to tell the fox mare, Mrs. Lightfoot. "'That ain't no job for me,' the sparrow said, with grave humility. "'Excuse me, sparrow, I never asked your name,' Rosie said, "'quite ashamed of her lack of manners.' 
Beckett Featherly, he said, bobbing his head politely. And now I'm off. Don't worry too much, Mrs. Lightfoot. We'll soon know what's about. And without another word, Beckett was gone in the blink of an eye, off to find Jasper Lightfoot delivering the mail. However, poor Rosie was left in her kitchen with impossibly bad news and two bright-eyed and bushy-tailed kits hungry for pie. "'Why was the bird here, Mama?' Cherry asked curiously. "'What did he say? Did he want any pie? Why did he leave?' "'Cherry, one thing at a time, darling,' Rosie answered, out of habit. It was quite normal for Cherry to fire off questions one right after another. Rosie was forever telling her to take things one at a time. She wiped her paws on her apron, although they weren't dirty, and she sighed more heavily than she meant to. Cosmo's ears twitched. He never missed a thing. Not a thing. "'Mama, birds don't come to talk to foxes. We only see them at Christmas,' he said quietly. "'But it's not Christmas,' Cherry said. "'Wait, is it Christmas tomorrow?' "'No, Christmas is still a few weeks away, Cherry,' Rosie sighed. "'That was a new friend of mine.' "'What's his name?' Cherry interrupted. "'Beckett Featherly. Seems he already knows your father. He was looking for him. "'But why?' "'Because there are things the animals need to discuss,' Rosie said simply. "'Then she quickly added, "'The grown-up animals.' "'Cosmo and Cherry looked at each other with a knowing look. "'Something was wrong, and Mama didn't want them to know. "'Suddenly, Cosmo wasn't hungry for apple pie anymore.'" <laughs>